I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi. Okay, so actually Plot Twist is the same night. We're going to record. For you, it's been a week. For us, it's been less than a minute. (laughs) (laughs) We'll say the rumors. What's the chance? Do you remember which glass is yours? Because I'd love you to pour me a sparkling water. That's mine, and Great. this is yours. <laughs> how? So what much. do you reckon the temperature of this room is? Warm, toasty. Did I tell you how I went to a, a sauna infusion class at the Maori Hot Springs, and the woman there told us that um, saunas heat up the air in your nose and stop COVID getting through? <laughs> so, you believed it? Yeah, uh, but I do recommend that hot springs. I actually had a lovely time. Except Where for that, that one moment, it's in uh, Lewis Pass. It's Down so south. beautiful, totally off the grid. Well, I actually went there once. Used to be a Japanese onsen. Yes. Now it's been taken over by an American wellness couple. Mm, I mean, there was a kid. It was about fourteen, and I mm. remember uh, you had to get naked in the in the, Jap- in the traditional Japanese. Yes, rooms, yeah. and I remember thinking I did it in my togs, uh, and I remember being like, "This would be a great place to take a lover." But I was like fourteen and so alone. <laughs> Play the theme song. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a phase. It's the day of game. They're both male and they're both gay. The male And welcome. Yeah. Welcome to. Oh, you closed it off right at the perfect time. Ooh, look at all the bugs that are. I'm, I'm sorry, this is so scattered. Let me just get one sentence out. <laughs> I said, like, welcome, there's bugs coming in, and something else at the same time. <laughs> welcome along to this week's episode of The Male Gaze, part two of the 100 Moments That Made Us Gay. To celebrate, to celebrate. our 100th episode of The Male Gaze. Asterix or Star, whatever, not actually 100 episodes. And you know what? We actually got to 25, so we've only got 24 each left. So this is 48. Oh. We've only got 48 left. And in many ways, you know, how bad we've been at maths, it's a, it's a metaphor. First from me. We're just getting... We're just God, we no, got we to. Got we got to. to. If you need a little bit more time to relax, go to the corner and turn it on to 0.5 times speed. And chill out, that, chill out that way because we've got to get straight into this list. We just talking slowly. <laughs> Your laugh's like ah. you hear every crack. Okay, number twenty-four for me: the Pokemon Jigglypuff. Oh my! God. A performer who's addicted to performing makes people fall asleep and then is so offended. Fiendra <laughs> narrative. Uh, for me, absolutely, Mister Mime would be the queer character of wow, that. Oh so, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Mister Mime was so gay. Very similar performer. Yes, Tacky. I love Mister Mime as well. It's like a mime called Mister is also um, the cleaner of Ash's mum's house. She's got like a Mister Mime who's kind of like a maid who I like sweeps up her that. floor. Although all those Pokemon are so gay, They're so queer. Um, okie dokie. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> for number twenty-four, really interesting one for me here. Uh, it is just the internet. 
Yeah, that played a big part. You know, it was it took a lot of us invented by Alan Turing. As celebrated by Tea <laughs> Coffee on Track Race UK, <laughs> the most iconic runway. <laughs> um, I really wanted to be good because I love her name, but the more and more I watch on the show, the more lackluster. I like her. She's like, charming to me. She's charming. Yeah, but some of, I mean, that, <laughs> her wigs are so fucking terrible. And her dresses, like that, one of her dresses, like, I was like, that, there's like a, I used to have like in a dress up box. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so bad. <laughs> anyway, this is not drag race conversation. In fact, drag race does not actually feature on my list. So it has oh, never, has never made me gay. Um, yeah, the internet, just like, it's the source of everything. I think it's making everyone gayer, queerer, faster. Yeah. Can't imagine having it when I was younger. Oh my God. But I definitely was climbing for it when I was sort of 14, 15. Just being like, I need it as fast as I can to be able to work some stuff out alone privately. And the idea, the idea of having my own computer. Oh, I would. (laughs) When I got it, I was just like, how freely. Even then, still, I was like, Deleting history. Oh, same. Off I was like, in case anyone borrows it and wants to see anything. <laughs> but remember looking at porn on your family's your computer, computer and and just looking over your shoulder, <laughs> kind of not wanting to get a boner. Slowly uploaded and that would slowly disappear. In your half an hour of computer time, <laughs> which which would I mean the fact that it was like so impossible to watch it on the computer would argue that it's nature because yeah, it just goes against all odds, you know. Yeah. Um, Nature that we're horny. Speaking of the internet, congratulations, Jojo Siwa. Oh queen of the week. <laughs> Actually the Queen of the Week. Like, we didn't do a Queen of the Week for the last episode. But we, she we was, she's the Queen of the Week for both episodes. Yeah. It honestly, I like life has changed for me. Like I think about it every day. I'm so happy. It's awesome. It's amazing. I'm so happy for her. Okay, number twenty three for me. <laughs> Can we do a full episode on, on I could, I could talk about an hour about it. My dad and then Jojo Siwa. No, your dad's like a six part oh, yeah. miniseries. <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. Then I'm going to get like... A, we should get some RNZ money or something for that. You, you can. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Okay. Uh, number 23. Version of Alice in Wonderland at the town hall with a man playing Alice. I don't know if you saw this, but we went <laughs> as a school trip. And I remember... Fuck me. Yeah, that shit can fucking make you gay so fast. Yeah, it was a man playing Alice. And I remember being pissed off because I didn't think he was doing a good enough job of like portraying... A woman, I, like it wasn't, mm. it wasn't my type of drag, I think, yeah. and and that it was like basically a straight man with a beard pretending to be a woman, and I was like, this isn't it. But I think a boy could play Alice, you know, like yes. it got those wheels are turning, and also the town hall in Christchurch is a queer space to me. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, I suppose I saw She Hard there once. That was pretty unqueer, <laughs> but I think that huge thing in the roof. Yeah, and actually reminds me of big Shank. singing competitions yeah. and concerts, you know. And, and that's queer. And that was queer, to be in a choir, you know. Uh, 23 is Sex in the City for me. Yeah. <laughs> of course, you excited about the reboot? Yeah. I mean, cool. I, the thing is, my my relationship with Sex in the City is like, cause I'm not like a big watcher of it, though I have gone back recently and watched some episodes and kind of tell you what it is, it is dated. Yeah. But um, the I used to... We used to watch TV as a family, and then it would be on at like eight thirty or maybe nine o'clock or nine thirty or whatever. Yeah. But it would be like right on my bedtime. But if I held still enough and didn't breathe or make a noise, Mum would forget that I was watching TV, and I would you be able to catch it out. the first five minutes. And it is wow. the thing with what we've learned on this podcast is that the things you cannot have that make you, in fact, gay. Mm. And it was not being able to see what those women were talking about 
you know. You're an amazing guest star of Sex and City, who I can't believe is not on my list, is Jennifer Coolidge, who I've been obsessed with since a kid, and then she's in Promising Young Woman. It gives an amazing oh, performance. Oh my gosh, and I love... everyone. I feel like everyone wants to laugh, and I'm like, she's not giving you that. She does have one very funny line about whether kids have different body parts. Yes. <laughs> but um, oh, <laughs> that made me laugh a lot. That made me laugh a lot. But also, I mean, to see a comedic actress ter- take a dramatic turn, that to me is a true, like... Queer pleasure for me, like that. Yeah, like, and we we got it with Kristen Wiig in a way, but I think Jennifer gave it in a way that I was like, "That's really sh- that." That was a move for the gays. Yeah, I loved it. <laughs> um, number twenty-two for me, Push Pops. Yep, yeah. absolutely made me gay too. Absolutely, and when you finish them at the end, you'd be like, and then it would get just so spitty at the bottom. Yeah, and when you were talking about sucking dick last episode, I was like, "Well, of course it's fun. It's like a Push Pop." True. Especially you got a little finger up there. And they were just, they, you put your finger up there too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Very erotic lollies. Very horny. And ultimately, I would pick one of those over a ring mm-hmm. any day. Agree. That makes my finger too sticky. <laughs> but I did love a melody pop. And I liked a candy necklace. Mm. Do you remember the. Yes. They were great. They were amazing. <laughs> Delicious Coca Cola flavor. 22. Jesse Bradford in Bring It On. Um, he was the toothbrushing the, scene, the toothbrushing oh scene. and he's also in um, blue, blue, the one where he's the girl stalking him. Mm. Yeah, don't, uh, anyway, but also, and I had to Google her name, Eliza Dushku. 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 Kind of made me straight. So it's yeah. hard to say. I, oh my god, her audition scene and they're licking the finger, rubbing the tattoo Fuck, of the pen. Awesome. She's so. And it was very confusing for me, actually, that film, because I was swinging one way, then the other. Everything, everyone's hot. And I think Kirsten Dunst is hot. <laughs> God, God, there was a yeah, real grit was, in my was, voice yeah, then. It was real. It was real. Okay, 21, for me, when I found my grandma, grandma's vintage Barbies. So, <laughs> after my grandma passed away. When we was were, this? Mm, uh, again, I was probably about eight. Okay. And uh, my not gra- quite into Fiona Apple <laughs> just yet. yet. Just <laughs> hadn't just discovered Julianne the full Moore. power of Julianne Moore. <laughs> anyway, my grandma passed away, and then like in a drawer in her uh, house where my auntie lived, and maybe they were technically belonged to my auntie by then, but there were these vintage Barbies, the ones from like fifties. They would be in worth- their boxes. So beautiful, these where gorgeous are they? velvet outfits. I've got no idea, but I know I wanted them so bad. And I did that thing That'd where I was like, a... could I take one home just for a little while? And I wasn't allowed to. Fuck. They'd be worth us. That'd be a mint. mint. Yeah. Fuck. A that's mint. amazing. Why did your grand have... It's just oh, bought them just... and held on to them. And that's the thing. They were still in their package. Like, like a true collector. Wow. Isn't that wild? I'm really getting into Barbies. Like, yeah. I love Barbies. You got I've, the Dorothy one. I eh? got a Dorothy one for my birthday, and it was it's so That's good. So I look cool. at it all the time. It's still in this box. Okie dokie dokie dokie. 21 for me. Oh, this is featured in the last episode, and I didn't bring it up until now. Mm. But it does invent, uh, involve twins. <laughs> <laughs> and it is the Twins on Big Brother, Australia. Oh, wow. Uh, and is this the same time as Sarah Marie? Yeah, uh, maybe in the following season or whatever. Okay. They were they did a thing where like, there was like two houses and then they swapped them over like constantly. Oh, wow. And then they were gorgeous. And it was the same era as Big Brother and Cut. Fuck and yeah. I was just like, I will do anything to see them piss. You know, like, because that was the only way you could see them naked on that show. Or like shower. <laughs> yeah, showering. You know? um, Big Brother. I'm going to just see if I can find them for you. I yeah, I'd love to see them. Big Brother... Australia 
twins. We should just bring back his big brother. It is going in a lot The Logan of twins, in the fact, Logan was their twins. name. Okay, okay. What happened to the Logan twins? Well, we we're going to find out in this new idea article. Um, Chris has got an iPhone 12 without a case, and it makes me <laughs> so nervous. <laughs> God's sake. I mean, you'd think the internet these days would be... Go- Oh, wow. They look like they're about to fight. That looks like the <laughs> opening scene of the game board. Yeah, it's amazing, right? <laughs> and this is them, like, now. I wonder what they look like back then. Or maybe this is back then, back then. But yeah. The yeah. clothes look like they're from back then. And there was a scene. This is, like, so graphic. But it was, like, it was on Big Brother and can't remember watching it. Where one of them jerked off in a toilet. And they kind of played it on the TV. Like, but it was, like, facing the wall. And I don't know how they got away filming it. Jesus. I don't think if I was on reality TV show like that, I would jerk, jerk off. off. But up to, I mean, your choice. Yeah, totally up to you. I'd have to. I think I'd have to. I think yeah. if it was like, I think once it got to like five days, I'd be itching to jerk off. <laughs> I'd be going crazy. Um, okay, here's my next one, number twenty. Oh, uh, this is another um, time you go to bed one because on Monday nights when time I was a you kid, go to bed. you know who you're talking about Sex in the City. Like oh. the time, the time you go, by the time you go to bed, I mean. This is another time you go to bed one. Oh, yes. Oh, those are my favorite genre of these ones. (laughs) Another period of forced bed time. So on Monday nights, we were allowed to stay up until my bedtime was 8, but I could stay up until 8.30 on Mondays because that was when Lois and Clark played. Oh. And this is Dean Cain and equally Terry Hatcher. Yes. Both hot, both inspirational for me. Also, Dean Cain, now a Trump supporter, Terry Hatcher notoriously um, was awful to everyone on Desperate Housewives. So, you know, maybe they're bad people. But... <laughs> oh, gee, oh my God. Yeah, I think so. Um, her and Leah Michelle have a similar energy, actually, when you say that. Okay. Mm, very true. Um, I'm going to say with 20 was having to get changed in PE. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to write this down too. I thought I was going to write the pool. <laughs> and it is the thing that you cannot have. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That make you gayer. And it was, you know, just... Yeah, having to get, I remember just like the feeling of being in the locker room with like all the boys before like having to do a soccer class I didn't want to do. Yeah. And the energy was just like really intense and it was like adult unsupervised and just being like, I can't handle this and just I want it to go fast because mm. I, I could be in here forever. You know what's so funny is when you're a teenager and you have PE and then you don't shower and you just put your school uniform back on and go along with your life. But our changing room did have a shower and any time a boy chose to shower, I was like, fuck. <laughs> I was like, fuck. what a man. What a man. Brilliant and I will go for these walks in the morning and often there's the primary school down the road and they'll be running at like 8.30, like PE. I know the school you mean and I've been past when they've been running like, as well. That's fucking mental to like run and then just be like, like you're in the same your school class. uniform. You arrive in it. You run in it. And then you sit in it. Okay. Um, what are we up to? Oh, number 19. I throw a full tantrum and cry because my family wants me to go to the movies to watch 10 things I had about you and I don't want to go. And then ultimately I go and I love the movie and it becomes one of my favorite films. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, trust us. You're going to love it. And I was like, no. And I, know, I think it was the last tantrum I ever threw. Like, I think I was, like, 11. I was definitely too old. And I threw a big tantrum. And then, and then, fuck. I'm still throwing tantrums. I'm such a strop. Anyway, (laughs) uh, this is the worst part about me. 19 for me. Serial stuff, specifically Chevron, Anthony Samuels. Oh, this is on my list, too. Sports Susie, I think. Sports Susie, yeah. I think Siobhan Ruakiri is, like, was, in in a way, a gay icon. Um, because she was just 
such a dynamic personality on that show and really truly felt like she would accept anyone. When I met her in a, the, one of the first plays I did at a drama school, which had a rotating cast, and she was on one of the nights that I was on, I fucking, I just couldn't. Yes. It was so hard to not be like, you made me want to be a funny performer. <laughs> or just going over to her and be like, um, I'm gay because of you. Siobhan <laughs> <laughs> Gary, you made me gay. And then um, there was, they were all basically serial stuff for the international list. It was like, what now was a Sunday morning show for kids. In, mm. It was like games and like presenters. But inside of that, they had like a sort of soap opera show that would play where they all played like Barbie dolls. Yeah. And they did some stuff with the actual Barbies and then they did some stuff like as Indoor human. scenes with the humans. And one of the characters was Sports Susie and she her catchphrase was, Hi everyone, it's me and I um, mm. loved that. Loved that. And or my was actually the accent. It's my I I But there was also there was like a Ken doll. A Ken doll. And his name was because there was wasn't it Action Steve or something? It was Action like that? Steve, and then there was like. Anyway, whatever his name was, it implied that he was sort of a bit. Uh, a friend of Dorothy. Friend of Dorothy? You know? I saw Anthony Samuels once at Garden City Bowl, and he signed something for me. Um, and also, one time at school, I wrote a play. Like, we performed a play about the book A Wrinkle in Time. Like, we performed the story, and I played the main girl, and I did it as you did it before. Susie. What? You did it before Mindy Kaling, did before it? Before Mindy Kaling. And Oprah. I did, yeah. Um, my next one is um, the opening number um, from Death Becomes Her as performed by Meryl Streep. I see me. Da, da, I haven't da. seen Death Becomes Her. Oh my God. I know, I've got to watch oh, it. I love that movie. It's what? on Disney Plus, maybe? I'm going to get a Disney Plus account. Yeah, you should. And that's the ultimate, that's moral of this, <laughs> this Anything you take away from this podcast is get a Disney Plus account. I'm not going to say anything more about that, but oh, and but also, didn't you think Meryl Streep sounded very good in prom? Yes. The best she's ever sounded as a singer, but a god-awful movie. A god, just the worst premise for a film. So fucking dumb. So stupid. About a bunch of Broadway actors who need to, like, give themselves some... I remember watching my parents being like, are you buying any of this? And I was just like, no. It was so weird. It was so weird. Yeah. Um... But nice to always see Andrew Reynolds in a commercial kind of like broader mm. context because I feel like for the gays, he's a huge celebrity. Yeah. And then he's always like niche. Yeah. But then when to, when to see him kind of like main stage up front and center, we're like, oh, yeah, and you're going to love him and yeah. killing it. Okay. Number 18 for me. Very classic, kind of obvious, had to put on the list. And I would say that is the... Patty Lapone performance of Anything Goes that she did at the Tony Awards. Mm-hmm. And I, I just found a, fell upon that clip, wow. not knowing who Patty Lapone was, and thought, this is good. Like, what is this that, like, it, and it was, I stumbled upon it after coming out, and I think ultimately it made it me gayer. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. That's great. And that would put for me. Olden days, yes, yeah, that number. That's a, a fun It's song. just a little bit of tap. And for me, that would put money in the nature camp. Yeah. Because... Because it was like you were intrinsically connected to that I was video. intrinsically connected, and then later on, it was like, oh, yeah, all the gays love Patty Lapone. And I was like, what? you like... How'd you know that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So weird. Okay. Number 17 for me. Bit Midler rides a vacuum in Hocus Pocus. Yes! <laughs> so made us all gay. And when I told people about the movie that I loved so much, I would be like... There's a witch, and she she doesn't she can't access her broomstick, so she rides on a vacuum. I believe actually it's not Bear Midler who rides the vacuum. They all do, I think. 
Is it? Or is it the... Nia. Um, yeah. It, yeah that... She rides it at the end. It's like the rule of three. I think they all do. Maybe they all do. No, you're right. Yeah. It's a great moment. It's a great moment. And i got to tell you... <laughs> oh, we'll get to it in a second, but go up with yours. I feel like, what? <laughs> the next thing on my list is also the Argus focus. <laughs> This is why I, this is why I refine my list because mine was like going through, there were, like you'd go through these like wormholes of similar logic. Okay, number seventeen, going to drama school uh, next to the New Zealand School of Dance. Oh yeah, I bet. And it would yeah. say it was right at the crux of coming out. Yeah. And if I have any regrets in my life, it was like not being gay and able to have like dates with dancers. Yeah, but there was just like I was in the precipice of coming out. And was really holding back for numerous private reasons. And I was constantly surrounded by the most gorgeous men <laughs> who could move their bodies like I've never seen before. Like, basically constantly shirtless and wearing tights. Yeah. And sweating in them. everywhere. And stretching. And it was just like, it was like palpable. Like, it was just unbelievable. Yeah. And I would just be like in voice class, just like staring out the window at them. Did you find that, like, I found when I watched dancers and I was at drama school, I was like, I don't have any talent. I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, this time. is what it looks like. Oh, you can do what I do. And also you can lift your leg up to your head. Yeah, because yeah. often they do jokes. And they they do a bit of acting, yeah. And drama school is where you learn to do jokes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. First year is jokes. Uh, okay, my, my number 16 is In Hocus Pocus. <laughs> they write a broomstick. <laughs> when Sarah Jessica sings the song to all the kids. Mm. Come little children, I'll it is take a great, you away. It's Beautiful Sarah song. Jessica Parker, another one that just like is, you just connect to. Could not be more queer. It's as a gay so man. Fun. And she was also another woman who I had cut out and stuck on the inside of my desk lid. <laughs> so good. <laughs> also, I think her role in Hocus Pocus is very similar to Amanda Seyfried and Mean Girls. Yes. Like, very fun when you see a smart performer playing a silly, silly, silly dumb crop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I put a spell on you, Bette Miller's song. Oh, my God. And the introduction of Bette Miller in my life, which was that film. She's so She's good. so good. Her power is unbelievable. Yeah. Okay. Um, amazing that you just didn't write Hocus Pocus. I don't know what was going on for me. <laughs> but you were really specific there. <laughs> Number 16. Shares It's In His Kiss song. Oh, yeah, cool. Because the call and response. Because um, <laughs> the call and response. <laughs> Sorry to mock you. <laughs> no, I did a jazz dance to it when I was about six years old. And I was in a light, I was in lycra leotard and bike shorts. Yeah. Um, I think that <laughs> just is. Just dancing to I share. Think that's a tick in the, the nurture, nurture category. That would turn any, I think, literally anyone gay. We can skip my next one because guess what? Because number 15, Sports Susie on Serial Stuff. Wow. Yeah. Oh my goodness me. Number 15, Diving at the Olympics. I remember. Syn- synchronized diving, especially to me. It's, it's like, like, it's a twin thing. <laughs> <laughs> Something about twins. <laughs> I love that. It's so you had two moments in Hocus Pocus, specific moments like scenes, and then you had something, w- something about, about twins. twins. <laughs> makes you makes you gay. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. There's something about. I don't know whether you're scared of twins or. I don't know either. But <laughs> it's a twin thing. I 
the satisfaction I had when Tom Daly came out yes. was kind of crazy oh. because he was like, I remember my sister was watching the Olympics because uh, my younger sister is like, a, um, she's of the era, I call her Gen Z, Gen Z mm. millennial cusp. But she was a like One Direction psycho yeah. fan, like psycho, go to the concert crying, all that kind of thing. And she did the, um, she did the Twilight thing. But part of that was also like a Tom Daly thing when he was diving at the Olympics. Really? Was just like, can you believe this gorgeous boy? Yeah. Really backing him. And then when he came out, I was just like, Snap one for me, sorry. <laughs> Yoink. And um, also I'll take half of Harry Styles. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um you are go. Number fourteen, every character in Ariel Monsters. <laughs> I knew Ariel was gonna add, add on your list. Everything is queer about it. Yeah. Oblina. Oh, love it. She's Icus. Camp. I'm Icus. I identify as an Icus. Crumb is like a fun little cub bear. <laughs> and then obviously the teacher with all the high heels. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Um, number 14 for me is Laura Linney's Almost Sex Scene in Love Actually. With the most beautiful, beautiful man. Beautiful man. And um, someone so who surprise abs. Yeah. And our, our friend Leon, I remember when he was like, I really want to get stuck going to the gym and like working my body. I was like, what's your like goal body? And he's like, I want the body that the guy has in Love Actually, where you just like, he looks like a nerd and then you open your shirt and you're like, wow. You know, I think Leon's achieved that. I think he has, Except yeah. for the fact that that guy is, I mean, part of the reason he looks so good is because he is not white. <laughs> yeah. He's so beautiful. He's a beautiful man. <laughs> he's in um, 300. Is he? As the kind of like Persian king. Oh, that's, that's him. him. That's fact. Yeah. What a transformational performance. Little fact for you. Number 13, the Thomas the Tank Engine train called Oliver, who gets rescued from a scrap heap and then he gets painted brand new and comes out sparkling. So you like that and then something about twins. It's like, it's <laughs> so funny to me. But beautiful. That I mean, that is the, there's a coming out story. Yeah. Oliver's number 11, I feel like. An affinity with a number 11 as well because twins. <laughs> But also, someone shaved them into their eyebrows, or was it Dan Carter's number on his shirt? Oh, my God. That was... Oh. Hey, Siri. Sorry, guys. Oh, Siri doesn't work on my phone anymore. That was the other gay. <laughs> <laughs> um, the volleyball team of my school did that. They shaved the dashes into there every time they... Um... Dan Carter's number. <laughs> Do you reckon... <laughs> he... Oh, it's oh, he 027... <laughs> Think about that information. Uh, he was number 10. Okay, so I was about to say something about the number 11. Yeah. Why did we get onto 11? Because that's the number on the side. Of, all the Thomas trains have a number on the side. And oh, and the gay one is... Yeah. I feel bad for the fat controller. That's why they call him um, Sir Top and Pat now. Do they? They do. Sir Top. Also, they've really diversified the lineup because there was truly one female train <laughs> for so long. <laughs> God, that's bad. Yeah. I, I also love the helicopter on that show. Harold. Yeah. Doing He's all, gay. He's gay, eh? Yeah. I identify the most with Harold. The gayest one to me is called Toby. I don't know if you remember that. Such a gay name. Yeah. 
Toby's kind of quite bulky, but sh- I don't know. He's, a little, he's, he's fun. Your nephew's into Thomas, eh? Yeah, but not anymore. He's gotten too old. And maybe my younger nephew kind of How is getting into it. My oldest one is seven, if you can Ooh, believe that. that's like a child, yeah. Yeah, that is actually like a child, even. <laughs> seven is the age where <laughs> you, you become are, a child. Basically, you would be getting into Fiona Apple at that age. <laughs> that's what I'm going to for his next birthday. A nice Fiona Apple album. And the movie <laughs> starring... <laughs> Julia Moore, Far From Heaven. <laughs> Sit down and watch... Far from heaven with your <laughs> uncle. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> Number thirteen. Oh, have you done yours? Did I do mine? I did. Your turn, yeah. Your turn, your Number turn. thirteen. Jesse Metcalf, Desperate Housewives. I think I feel like we've poured a lot of attention we into have. this in this podcast over the years. It's like text galore. How <laughs> old? He's meant to be sixteen. <laughs> really? <laughs> He's meant to be sixteen. That's so crazy. His body is phenomenal. On point. Yes. And I think that was around the time that I was like, I should get this NAD stuff so I can have a gorgeous hairy chest, hairless chest like him. If I had met someone who would completely waxed everything off them, I think I'd be a bit shocked. Yeah. I'm quite hairless. Yeah. By nature. nature. So I'm taking the nature can. <laughs> <laughs> Number 12 for me. The Macy Gray song, Sweet Sweet Baby, which was the lead single from the second album, After I Try. And I think what it built into me was that People used to call her a one-hit wonder because of I Try. And I was like, well, actually, Sweet Sweet Baby made it to number one in the UK. And it's actually just as good a song. And it's really beautiful. And I also would sing along to it, even though it had the line. um, uh, It's like, Sweet Sweet Baby, I'm your lady. And I love you. Sing it like Macy Gray, please. I'm your lady. (laughs) But I'd sing the lady line. I was like, that's, I think, I truly was like, who cares about gender? I can say I'm a lady when I sing along to Sweet Sweet Baby. I love that. Number 12, McDonald's Young Entertainers. Yeah. I wanted to be them. I wanted to be in that crowd. I wanted to be in that crowd. (laughs) (laughs) I love that they danced in Nike black shoes. It was like, I I think still if someone gave me the opportunity to be a McDonald's Young Entertainer, I would turn down work for it. Yeah. So I would race there. Like I would kill to be one. And you know what? You are years... (laughs) Beyond the cutting point for that. <laughs> I don't know a little 30-year-old in the back. How old do you think Ainsley, Ainsley Allen, Allen was? And my, when mm. I was a kid, she seemed 30. Yeah, I think she was 18, maybe. Cause did you know she was very Alanis Morissette vibes? And did you know when Alanis Morissette's first album came out, she was 19. Wow. With that much... Isn't that ironic? Guttural angst, isn't that ironic? Um, she... Ainsley Allen... I want, now in hindsight... She did Penthouse. I remember that. Wow. I yeah. wonder if that... Um, was hard for her, not penthouse, but being, being a in a, yeah. Like she's she's constantly hanging out with kids, and she was an awesome singer. She was an awesome performer. She was an awesome performer. Number eleven, Fergie joining the Black Eyed Peas. Because <laughs> <laughs> before then, they used to have a rolling like a few different um, female guest vocalists would come in. Macy Gray was in there with Hey DJ before before the Elephant came when Fergie arrived, and I was like, okay, now you boys have figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I loved the album Malifunk and I think if I was to rank the tracks in terms of the ones I liked the best it would become very clear that the, the ones with Fergie <laughs> are up the top and the ones that she's not in are at the bottom uh, have you seen that, those like the video compilations of her like worst weirdest riffs <laughs> it's so crazy or the one where she can't do the Fergalicious rap like she just can't I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah it's so good okay um number 11 oh 
it's interesting. There's a similar vibe here. Vinger Boys. Mm. Wow. Lots of queer rumours around them as well, right? Because it was like, are they gay? And they were, were, they... were they just European? Yeah, they were. But they just, just had a massive impact on my life. And we got their album that had all the animals fucking in the front cover. I and... glued it together. Oh, that's right. And it got it got taken away from me by my parents. Which is it... so crazy. Like, this is putting thoughts into your head. I was like, it's animals, animals mating. Fucking, it's lions fucking each other. Um, we used to sing Sha La 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 and syn- Syndicate Singing at Intermediate Syndicate. I remember as well, there's another similar song that was Six on the Beach. And Mum banned us from singing that song in the house as well. And so we had to go, I want to have mm on the beach. Yeah, it's weird. We weren't really allowed to listen to Six on the Beach, but we were allowed to sing, uh, If you need your body and you think I'm sexy. Come on, baby, turn me on. Have you had Six on the Beach? Yeah. Mm. Not full penny, but. Oh no, we've discussed this. Yeah. I haven't had sex on the beach. You should get into it. I want to have sex on the beach. Come on, everybody. I want to come on, everybody. (laughs) Come on, everybody. (laughs) Um, Okay, number 10 for me. We're really getting to the end now. A guy from America who joined my primary school class for one year called Matt. (laughs) (laughs) Crush. Your first true love. First true crush. He had a buzz cut, he had a tan. I think this time might have been Matt Brown. And I think I, I. Looking back, I'm like, I think he had a queer energy. But also when I like think about it... He's what your I Oliver see Barton. Is, yeah, well, he's my Oliver Barton. Do you know his last name? I think it was Matt Brown. If you are Matt Brown. Never find... If you are American. <laughs> if you are. And if you, if if you hear... A million people called Matt Brown. <laughs> who's American. Mm, wait, that, that cuts it down. And had come to New Zealand in the 90s. Mm. It's so funny though, because when I like, think back, what I see is a full model... In our primary school uniform, you know, like, I don't know what he looked like. But it's like when I watched Love Actually the first time and that girl sang in the end. Mm. And I was like, she's the most beautiful person I've ever seen. Yeah. She's a child. (sighs) She's a child now. It's weird to think about that as an adult person. Okay. Number nine. Nope. Number 10 for me. Yeah. Dan Carter, jockey, billboard. Yeah. We've talked about a lot. Nothing more can be said. Nothing more can be said. so... Hot. It's, it's so hot. still hot. It's still hot. I couldn't believe it was. The, it was my introduction to bulge bulge culture. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. Um, <laughs> it was okay. awesome. Then number nine, I've got um, underwear waistbands. So oh, very on theme for us. Yeah. Number nine for me is getting my. I wonder if people are like enjoying the numbers being said throughout this whole thing. Anyway, <laughs> I just had a fear that this was really boring, but I've really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. Number nine, uh, please let us know right now if you're enjoying this. I uh, know getting we my haircut as a kid. Oh, really? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, we went to this place called The Salon. There was a woman called Julia who looked like Angelica Houston from The Witches. And oh. there was a man called Gary who was the only gay man in Christchurch, as far as I'm concerned. Amazing. Apart from your dad. <laughs> <laughs> but that's for another podcast. <laughs> Hosted by. A female voice. Yeah. Well, I want to be doing it, but I think it should be a female you voice. You can write a script if you want. No, I'd love her to put it in her words. <laughs> Here's an interesting tale of a boy and his father. In music. And like Vox Pops and all that kind of, like really like making a murder time. <laughs> yeah. And there is a murder. And there's a murder in it. Later on. Um, number eight, the Kylie Minogue slow video. Yeah. So hot, and I watched it. It's very hard to find a high definition version because I remember when it used to play on TV. People were like, "Some of the people are naked," and I was like, "Oh, I'd love to spot them." <laughs> <laughs> Pausing Fiona Apple. Yeah. <laughs> um, number eight, Ken, the Barbie. Mm. 
bulge, uh, probably my introduction to bulge culture, and it wasn't like I didn't sort of put it aside until, you know. But he seemed like a gorgeous man. Yeah. His bulge was like, that's how I want mine to look. <laughs> Hairless. Hairless. And he has shaved himself and therefore has abs. Yeah. Because we all know that the secret to abs is to wax, wax your, your pubes off. I'll use a liquid hair removal cream, ideally. Do you use liquid hair removal creams? Was that the one that I was... I was oh, right. For? Apparently, Ned's the green one. You could eat it. Yuck. Yeah. Car- number seven for me, another Kylie Minogue one. Kylie Minogue, I uh, can't get you out of my head video. She's in the white. Yeah. So I mean, both of these music videos were just like, oh, okay, you're allowed to like sex. (laughs) (laughs) Said in the most unsexual way (laughs) I've ever seen. Um, Number seven, Sims Hot Date. Wow. The the. um, It was not just the birth of my sexuality, but just sexuality as a whole. Mm. I was just like, this is fucking hot. Yeah. This bed rubbing around these, going woohoo. I get to watch these people woohoo after I tell them to. And I'll, like, that was just like being full depravity of like not having any porn. I was like, at least I can get away with watching, playing Sims Hot Date. Yeah. Number six for me Britney Spears' Oops, I Did It Again video. Modern music videos <laughs> yeah. popping up here, which, yeah. That is the red. Space, the red. red. Any celebrities in that one? No, but it does have the Titanic reference at the end. Yes. The at the end. And Austin Powers cuts into it. Yes. Also that she does those that move. You know the one I'm doing? She makes yep. a little box with her hands. Yes. I, lo- I love that. Um, number five. No, number six for me. Track pants with zips on them. Essex and CCCs. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know what you mean. I love to zip them up to my knees and get my legs out and Waiting just like out. walk like Naomi Campbell. It's a cool. It was a cool look for girls at school that then. Uh, and then it often would tuck off. the zip into the waistband, and oh, yeah, it was a yeah. cool look for girls. And I was trying to pull it off. I had what now tear away pants. Yes, <laughs> similar era to Shakespeare, the Red Monkey on yeah, what now? Exactly. I got number five. I just had The Sims in general. I was. I actually didn't have Hot Day, mm. but just the original Sims. Just the fact that you can make two boy Sims kiss would put me in a little trance. <laughs> <laughs> kind of go a bit cross-eyed and quiet for a bit. <laughs> Numbers five for me is classically the. I mean, I now I'm on my top. Like mine weren't random. Big, yeah, the underwear section at Farmers. Yeah, fuck. just like the imagery, being in that space. I would justify it to myself and be like, I just want to see if they're on special. Yeah, but I think I need more underwear, and it would just sort of spend a long time, just like, and my. Just like the world would go like spinning and it was just like... And they know because they always put a decent page in there. I wonder if you work at Farmers. If you're like... If you just like notice like 14-year-old boys like constantly <laughs> walking in being like... like the good witch and the witches being like, here's a little treat for you. <laughs> and you're shopping there as if you're like 45 I can, like, and you're just like really like a conscious consumer. Like really just being like... Mm, yeah, I'm, I'm sort of arming and arming over some underwear. What's <laughs> <laughs> it being in the shop, looking at the underwear, and like, ooh, there's a red dot on this. And also as a whole, like, as well, just that whole underwear culture of, like, people asking you if you're boxes or briefs. What a bizarre question to ask, isn't it? Are you boxes or briefs? Um, I feel like I have mostly briefs now. I'm... Yeah, I, there must be some... Yeah, I'm, I'm always briefs. Mm. I've got a few longs, though, and I do feel cool sometimes when I wear them. But I mostly like briefs. I'm, yeah, I feel like I'm wearing longs, bo- uh, which would be what? Boxes? Yeah. Trunks. Trunks. 
I'm like, I'm doing sport or something. Yeah. But, but the not. question used to be like, boxes are reached meaning like satin boxes <laughs> or tidy whities, pretty much. Yeah. God, that was a little burp. I've had sparkling water. Okay. Into the, into these top ones now. Number four for me, the Ronald Dahl story. Oh, Roald Dahl. <laughs> Ronald McDonald story. Dahl. Roald Dahl story about a boy with magical luggage. He puts his undies in the microwave before he does a race at school and they make him run faster. Undie culture. he goes for a swim to cool off and they shrink and he has to take his undies off and then he's naked for the rest of the race. And to me, it was hot. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. It needs to be remade. Yeah. But like... like a n- With Chris Hemsworth <laughs> shrinking undies. <laughs> Loving you read that as a kid, and then like your parents being like ninety nine, and you just being like, <laughs> why the fuck did you read me that? <laughs> ah, so good. Life is so confusing. Eh? Number four for me is Catherine Zeta Jones' performance in Chicago. Chicago. Oh, it's wow. one of the all time greats. It's such an amazing performance. Renee's amazing, but Catherine Zeta Jones, like, Powerful. I just couldn't believe the power of it. Up there with Shivonu Akiri and serial stuff. It's so hot and she looks so She's iconic. amazing. Her voice is great. just like, it's the best singing voice I've ever heard. Yeah. It's powerful. It's clear. It's amazing. I prefer Renee Zellweger because it's a little bit sad. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they're all a bit sad in Chicago. And that's the Bert Nooney in us as well, I guess. Yeah, it is. Um, here. Okay. From number three, what I'm going to... A performance at a film that I've never seen that I have seen a lot of screenshots of and scenes of. Jake Gyllenhaal in Jarhead. I've never oh, seen the film, but, but I know yes. that it's just like set during the wartime and there's lots of it where he has a Santa hat on, no shirt. And we should watch pants. it. Yeah. We should absolutely, absolutely watch, watch it. it. He, yeah, he's done... I would. Lo- he is unbelievable. Like, his ta- mm. he's so talented at musicals. So talented. He's gorgeous. And... And a bit weird. And a bit weird. And he's yeah. so hot in as the music man in Sack Lunch Bunch. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah, he's so funny. But just like the fact that he's so funny makes me more attracted to him. And the fact yeah. that he does like musical theatre, just like it's sort of unfair. He's in Brokeback Mountain with yeah, Heath Ledger. What the hell? I don't think I've and actually watched it. He's fucking Tom Holland. Verified. <laughs> no, <they laughs> You've just... heard it here first. Yes. <clears throat> Number three. Okay, we're in our top three I of like the this. 100 things that made us gay. Yay. This would be top six. Um, yeah. If you're doing the maths. I uh, just did my third as well. So we've only got five left. Between the two amazing. Ones. Okay. Uh, my fourth form English teacher, Liz Gormack, who famously said in an English class that you can go onto Google and then go onto the image section of Google, of Google, Google and search any word you want, and then you can find an image of that word. You're like, okay, penis. <laughs> I was like, butts. Butts and penis, balls and, sh- and like shirtless surfers. <laughs> naked <laughs> naked surfers. That's like a pop. Mario Lopez naked. <laughs> Mario Lopez? He's so hot back in the day. Yeah, he was pretty good. Number two for me. The band, the A-Teens, do you remember this? No. A group of teens who would co- exclusively cover ABBA. They featured on the television show ABBA Mania, which was a special that then became an album. And then the A-Teens had, would just do ABBA covers, but they have one um, song, which is an original called Upside Down. And I wanted to be in the band. Much like you with the McDonald's Circus containers, <laughs> I was like, I want to be in the A-Teens. But they were 18. Oh, no, the A-Teens. Teens. As in like the ABBA teens. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's interesting, like, yearning to be... A performer that's like all gays love to show off, and it's that kind of desire that they wish they never got. You know, they never mm-hmm. got into the thing that they wanted to be in. Number two, Sophie Alex Baxter, "Get Over You" music video. Oh, Wishes the mannequin. Yeah, 
Fuck yeah. That was Fuck so yeah, cool. So cool. I watched it so Such many times. And I tried to like draw the black lines around my neck so I could look like a mannequin. That's sick. It was just so she's good. She's so a ma- her music is so. She was meant to come good. here for the pop concert that I think got cancelled because of COVID. Like they're doing one of those lineup ones. With oh yes, stars of the nineties. She's a star Loves now. Her music still slaps. I love it. I mean, she was doing disco before it really. I mean, she was doing Dua Lipa before Dua Lipa. Oh, uh, yes. And actually, shout out to Kylie Minogue's um, disco album, which is also still so good. Very good. All right. It kind of got released in the flurry of lockdown. Yeah, it did. But I listen to it every now and then. I'm like, God, this is fantastic stuff. Okay, my number one. The first thing I thought of. Justin Timberlake, Justified Era. He was also simultaneously in a movie called Alpha Dog, which again, I have not seen, but I saw all the promotional images because mm-hmm. he never put a shirt mm-hmm. on in that. And it's about a group of teens getting into trouble and his character. I've seen the trailer, but I've never seen the film, but his character was doing bicep curls while they're like planning a heist or like some kind of drug scam and I just remember being like fuck I wanna fuck you I wanna fuck kiss me hold me in those arms well, he still you, had the curl like tight little curls but they weren't bleached anymore I never anymore. realized you were such a big you know, Jay Timberland I found him so hot and now I don't find him hot at all but I do still think he's got some good good tricks he's bringing sexy back yeah. what's he doing now God only knows what he's doing now. My number one thing that made me gay. You could probably guess it. Barbara Streisand? No. The Wizard of Oz. Oh, yeah, of course. Just, of course. I just think, yeah, like I relate to it on a level that is beyond like pop culture. Mm. It's more religion to me. Wow. The narrative, Judy Garland, I wanted to be her. It's weird that I watched it as a kid. It's weird that all the other gay kids watched it as a kid. It's propaganda. Um, it's filled with kind of like gay vaudeville performers. Yeah. And all the narratives are sad, heartbreaking, and beautiful. You can watch it as a kid. It's thrilling, it's exciting, and ultimately turns you gay. And right. I blame them for it. I blame MGM for it. They fucked us and up. And in that sense... I'm resting on nurture. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to take down MGM. We're taking down MGM. I mean, it would be a big old tick in the nurture box. It would be. MGM. Was it MGM who had the record for most films but by like, one studio nominated for Best Picture in one year? That's potentially about to be beaten by Netflix. Wow. An amazing like um, sort of boring fact to sort of end the <laughs> victorious achievement on. Um, we've went through a hundred things. Uh, we're finishing up now, but we've got a couple of seconds just to really kind of sit in what we did. Sit in what we did. Are you proud of it? Yeah, I think you know it got us to do. A I definitely think again. we started kind of up in here in the last sort of twenty-five or all delivered at this pitch. No, I think I think twenty-five to fifteen was maybe the most frenetic. Yes, and then true. fifteen to one was deadpan, slobbish. Yeah. Anyway, let us know the hundred things that made you gay. Don't actually <laughs> keep that list to yourself. Um. I enjoyed that. I think there's a lot to take away there. Where do you sit? Nature versus nature. We sit na- nurture, 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 nurture. You sit on nurture. No, I sit a bit nature. I'm I, I'm nature because my dad's gay, and you're nurture because of Wizard of Oz. <laughs> your dad's <laughs> your dad's genetics. Uh, he's got the gay gene, and you got it. We got to get out of this hot room. We, we love, love you. you so much. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. I'm sorry, mom. It's not a phase.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.